Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. Hello and welcome to another retrospective. This will be 2023. Edition. I can't actually believe we're already through 2023 and Coming into the new year. Seems has gone pretty quick. It's flown by this year. I was kind of glad to see the back of it. Not because of podcasting film-wise, but just the year we've had has been a bit manic. Yeah, more like personal stuff and yeah. things like that. But, but hopefully here's better 2024 new year to come. Yeah, absolutely. And as always with these, and anything that's on this is going to be just uncut, basically, like anything. It's kind of so we're going to sound even more rubbish, is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got a little bit of um, the last of me fruity rum that I've had in a like blackberry <laughs> in the glass and the bottle for for a while. So that's that, seeing that year out with that, I guess. Is that to help you feel more relaxed or is that just... I think it's just... Nice wind down. Like, I know, you've just got a cup of tea. I have. Proper Yorkshire lass. No better than a cup of... So, should we get into it then? And yeah. first of all, I hope everyone has a wonderful new year, has a wonderful start to it in 2024, hopefully not all too drunk before you get to the first day of 2024. <laughs> sounds weird at the moment. It's not, I know. It's, not it's always a struggle at the beginning, isn't it? And then getting yeah. used to it because you've had so long with the previous year and then you, it's somewhere it's hard just ease into it. Mm. Well, like but... July, I'll be like, oh yeah, I know what month I'm in. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we do, I want to obviously thank just a general thank you to the patrons mm-hmm. and everybody who's had listened throughout the year to yeah. our episodes. Really appreciate all your love and support that you've given us and comments and all that kind of stuff. I definitely do feel like we've grown a lot this year within SP. I feel like we've done quite a bit of podcasting, joining on other people's as well as guesting. And I know you're looking forward to plans for 2024 already yes of how more, more scheduled so i've looked back on like we didn't have that many guests mm. on this year but so i'm making a change to that and i asked a whole bunch of people that wanted to have on as guests and the kind of most majority have said yes so i think we're kind of set for quite a few next time around so that'd be yeah. interesting and exciting so just want a quick shout out to the people who have guested on our show this year who are Ian from Cult Connections, Josh from Just Just Films and That, Nico and Chris from The Good, The Bad and The Weird podcast, who are one of our patrons. Yep, yeah. and we did The Voices, so go check that one out if you haven't already. Yeah, and then two other patrons who are more close friends, who are Danny Jones, The Lighthouse. Mm, that was a good one. And Emma, uh, Emma Hayton. For the very last one, which was of twenty twenty three, which was the Muppets Christmas Carol. I'm still sad that we can't just be a podcast about film Christmas. I'm still sad that we can't just be a Christmas podcast like all year round. But yeah, we did have a really good Christmas specials 
up to it. I feel like we did really sterling kind of Christmas movie picks this year. No, absolutely. I think we did generally all round looking back on <laughs> some of the stuff that we've did. Well, what is refreshing is I can't I can't say that I know all of the films we've watched and remember them, but I I can look through and go, oh yeah, okay, yeah, vaguely. I've either dumped that in my trash archive, but mm-hmm. I'm aware of it. Yeah. Whereas before, I know you've given me this list of what we've watched for the year, and I've been like, what, what even is this one? Yeah. And to be fair, there's not that many on here <laughs> that I don't remember. Remember at all, yeah. So that that's good in its sense. Yeah. Well, I know one of them has some jokes out throughout the year was one that he said was just a film. <laughs> that being Stand By Me. It's mm-hmm. a film I've seen. That's the only one, actually, when I read it, that made me chuckle because I remember you... I more remember it from the fact that that's what I said mm-hmm. than the actual film. <laughs> I was a bit critical and really harsh on some of them as well. Like Looking back on it, yeah. Yeah, there's some scores of ones and two, to be fair. Is there a one on here? Yeah, there is. There is a oh, one. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course there is. This. So, so we have a reason for that, and the two, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Well, I don't think you're that. Have you ever scored that lowly? Not this year. I don't know. No, no. I think the lowest I've scored is the five. Five. Yeah. For two, and the same one that you gave for one, which was the room. <laughs> oh yes, shoot, we did have a guest for that as well. Sorry, we didn't yeah, do too yeah, bad, because yeah. I was thinking when you said that, I'm sure. Sorry, I've written that down. Yes, yeah, sorry, apologies. That's also um Midnight Screenings podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, um, Nathan. Was, yeah. yeah. And they said he was he really enjoyed doing that. But I always think on that one, just like, for me, like in a way, it's like, oh, I wish the recording had been a bit better, I think. I think that's my hold up on that one. Like, the recording of itself was a bit, like, not not, not the greatest. Oh, how come? Was it the internet? Just the playback, I think, just... I think it was because we did it on Discord. Ah. Uh, I've never done it before on that, and I don't think it, the, the quality, sound quality is that yeah. cracking. I think, to be honest, I really wanted to listen. Back after editing it, I've not gone reassessed it or anything like that, but... Is it because I edited it? I think it was one of those <laughs> ones where you did take, have to take the wheel in those early years, yeah. Because I was juggling. <laughs> is that why you don't like it? Yeah, I remember some of the early ones in that, Beginning of the year was you because I was juggling two oh, things. Wasn't you were I? doing two jobs at once, yeah, and you just bless you. You could not manage mm-hmm. doing the podcast as well, and I was a wonderful wife and stepped in. <laughs> so he's trying to tell me I did a crap job. That's what he's saying. He actually didn't say the way that it was edited sounded bad. You just said no, no. I think it was so. just just how yeah. My you know I'm with you are stick a off for sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. That's just me. Yeah, but we did have some tens though, so oh, we that's... did. We're we going through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one we did was Before Sunrise. Mm-hmm. The, I think that's one of the films where I would go back. Uh, that's why it's a ten. It's it. I would go definitely go back to it, and even like thinking about it in twenty twenty four, I would put it on and really enjoy watching that again. And it's not been that long since. Mm-hmm. We've seen it, but I would still happily go back to it. I think it'd be one that I would now actually watch with my mum and sister and 
have it's a girly cheeky flicky one but it's at the same time it's it's just so mo- much more than that yeah more like a romance but with a bit mm. more depth to it but what about the the follow-up ones or as i kind of said like it works as just a standalone film and you kind of make up your own interpretation yeah. I, th- I think so I th- and i think because obviously i know how it ends yes. i feel like i could from my mum and sister's point of view probably the second and the third they probably don't need to see um okay they probably would want to but if if they wanted to just leave it there and then me film in, then that'd be that that'd be fine too. In what way would you tell them what happens, or you mean just like yeah, just think what you want? Well, my mum would want to know, wouldn't she? Well, yeah. <laughs> She'd want to yeah, know yeah, exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. There was one that was quite close for me, almost almost a ten, mm. but you gave four. No, I'm not looking at that one. Oh, no. I'm talking about the, your next ten that you that you gave. Ah, the pets have been a wallflower. Mm-hmm. Do you not want to change your mind? Um, no, I think it's still kind of there with that. I think it's a bit like me, like with licorice pizza. Mm. Whereas, I don't know what it is that what would push it that little bit further, but I can't quite give it top marks. I kind of get what you're meaning because when going further on into this episode, you've given me a chance to do my top ten yeah, yeah. movies of all time, mm-hmm. and that I found that really hard. More on that later. But, but... Licorice Pizza was one of the ones where mm. I was like, hmm, "I've given it a ten, and I know I enjoy it, but does that mean it's actually in my top ten? And that that made it seem to. Make it harder to think actually what is top 10 worthy. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get where you're coming from because if in the new year I was looking at Perks of Being a Wallflower being in my top 10, what would it be? Probably not, but I would still give it a 10, but it wouldn't be my top 10 if that makes sense. No, I understand because as I get to later on with mine as well, I think it's kind of like looking back and thinking, yeah, there's plenty of films I would give a top ten, but they're in their own, almost like in their own category mm. of top tens. Not like the yeah. all time. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I 100%. know for for you, it's you've obviously you've seen you've seen more films than you probably ever have. But for you, finding that top ten out of that small amount, that smallish amount that you've you've seen is might be quite difficult to whittle down but I'm interested to know because I don't even know what <laughs> other than maybe you have, well I'm pretty sure I know what your top number one film is but the other one is <laughs> what they where they sit and mm. what they might be is interesting but yeah no definitely yeah, yeah but alluding to what you said before about the one that uh, you said of four I just gave up at five the I'm thinking of ending things which I think could have uh, probably I did quite enjoy that the first time I saw it because it was in Charlie Kaufman piece but on um, it's like gone sort of slightly down from after a, f- a few watch I think it was like the second or third viewing of that but mm. I, I don't know if it would be something like oh yeah like is it because I was watching it with you um I don't know no because I still enjoyed it and I felt there's a lot of depth to it but I feel like sometimes it can be I don't know but like too smart for its own good type of way or something like that but there was it's definitely got good things about it but it maybe maybe that's one of the ones that could like oh so one day it is a 10 
Maybe it's like, you know... I feel like it depends on your mood sometimes. This really does reflect on how you can mark something. So looking back at what I've scored, my my top 10, Mm -hmm. I'm like, hmm. I only did it like, I think it was Christmas Day, I think, or when we we actually did it, when we had a quiet moment in the evening. And Mm. I was like... Now looking at back at it, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, it's interesting. And that's only been like a week really since I've actually reviewed yeah. it properly. Mm-hmm. So the next ten, which we both agreed on as well, yeah, was yeah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I mean, yeah. it's still not, it's never going to not be a not a ten in that no, film. No, no, and that was with our guest Josh, that one, and he pretty much agreed with that. We also had another guest. Um, Do you mean Ian from Cult Connections? It was the first one of the year, which was Rita Sue and Bob, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that film. And I don't ever want to see that again. I'm not going to lie. I gave it a five. No, I know you did. That's yeah. quite generous. Yeah, I think considering... if we hadn't have had a guest, I probably would have marked yeah, it lower. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just made me feel really uncomfortable. What would you if it, if it wasn't a guess? What would you rate it? Probably been like a two. Two. Yeah. yeah. If in my honest gut mm. and heart, I hated every second of it, and the fact that we had to talk to somebody, bless them, that I would quite thought saw the good in the film, mm-hmm. and then it, it kind of was like, oh yeah, it kind of makes it more difficult to go. It's, yeah, I didn't. But um, people have their differences, and I uh, said so that's what Ian's do like the the cult of status. Of his the stuff that he does, he covers. You know, there's kind of like, like nuggets of, of of things that kind of like, oh, you might not see it that way, and kind of like pinpoint those yeah. aspects of the film or things that kind of brings that out, and it's like see it from a different angle, I guess. He did, but, yeah, he did. He he did actually quite help to make it sound like the film was better than it was at the time. This goes from Bradford, isn't it? The film, same Bradford. <laughs> Too close to home. Yeah, and I think obviously my dad grew up in Buttershaw as well, yeah. so kind of got that connection, but don't mean that I think it's a cracking film. No, a cult connection. <laughs> hmm, I still can't believe that. So the next ten, then, for me... I hell if you bypassed the ones I gave. Yeah, I did. I'm just looking at mine. I can't believe you didn't give Barbie a ten. Why? Why? Why is that shocking? Why wouldn't you? It's the best film. It made me cry. It made me happy. It made... It's because you're a bloke, isn't it? The patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Don't get me wrong. I really, really enjoyed what it had to offer, and I do like Greta Gerwig's body of work and stuff. So it was yeah, the body really of work. Mm. But you mean just her as. You know what I mean? I thought you were on about Margot Robbie then complimenting her. I was like, oh yeah, well, of course you do. No, I'm talking about the director actually <laughs> thinking. <laughs> I, just I was just thinking the worst of you straight away. Didn't even listen to what you were saying. <laughs> I mean. Sorry, the ones that you scored a 10, you, you've been quite generous this year. Well, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, the 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 some of my ones, like, Ones that are really like solid and have kind of had a lot of time to rewatch and digest and stuff. So the sorry, the good, the bad, and the ugly over Barbie. You gave that a ten, and you gave Barbie a nine. All they do is stare into the camera, looking at one another. 
Are you going to shoot? Are you not going to shoot? Who knows? Also, that no, it wasn't the entire film, though, was it? Yeah, pretty much. Like, if somebody wanted me to sum up the good, the bad and the ugly, I'd just look at them and then do... <laughs> and that'd be it. That, that's all I need to do. Like, if you're doing charades and you could speak, yeah. there you go, done. Film ends. Not a ten. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. <laughs> the other one, though, we had Jones on mm-hmm. our Patreon, um, and that was Lighthouse. I gave it an eight. It's a contender. I think... Contender for what? It, it's a strong contender of a film. I don't think I could give it a ten just because it's not probably the genre I really like. That's fair. But for you, I can see why you would give it a ten. Yeah. Oh, and particularly, it's like Robert Eggers, who's the director of that, and his his work is his body work. He's only done three films, but they're really, really good. And I know he didn't get round to covering The Witch this year, but um, that was good. Attended for Halloween, but we didn't get round to that with all the stuff that we had. But that I'm sure that there was one that I could have got rid of. Ah, uh, he yeah, instead of that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was really happy though that you, when you covered when we covered the Dark Knight and you because you that was like a film you'd half seen and then you realised oh, I've seen more than I thought. Yeah, actually. But and that that you gave that such high praise, well, that meant a lot to me. Oh bless you! I didn't do it for you. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know you didn't do it on for the like. Oh, just say do it for the sake of it. But the fact that you on off your own mm-hmm. on your own accord. It, I think it was just. It really has, well, first of all, it's got Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. It has the action slash story slash the whole package pretty much with, within the film. It's got comedy, it's got the humour, it gives you emotion. It gives you everything you want in a mm-hmm. film. It's so well paced, yeah. And yeah. It, it's long, but it's not like, oh, is this film going to end? You're enjoying every minute and it keeps you on your toes because mm-hmm. one minute you're thinking... Oh, right, that's it. Batman's got the Joker. Yeah, da da da. Case closed. And then you're like, oh, okay, didn't anticipate mm-hmm. that we were going to be carrying on. And Heath Ledger's performance is amazing. Like, he's my favourite Joker. Yeah, I don't know if you've really seen any of the Batman iteration, other than maybe like cartoons and. Stuff. The only other one was obviously the. Um, but he's not actually being a villain in. In it, oh yes, from the actual Joker film, mm-hmm. but yeah, not with in the yeah with the Batman and the villains and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so your next ten was The Exorcist, <laughs> and you got through it as well. Cause... I was really proud of myself, actually. I'm not gonna lie, because I felt like this was gonna be one of a big deal breaker for me that I thought would really scare me and petrify me. And I think if you asked me. Sophie versus, I don't know, put put like two options in front of me. I'd probably never pick that one just because I know it's meant to be absolutely horrific. But because I've gone in with this scary, like this is going to really, really scare me, mm-hmm. I think I tried to depict it as, oh, well, this is just a film and I go into the logical side of what watching it so that it didn't upset me. But it wasn't that bad, actually. It really wasn't. No, it definitely has a slight different approach to how it handles the horror because I say mm-hmm. like there's more of a, a, a story to it mm-hmm. as opposed to just uh, oh jump scare jump scare kind of thing. It's like I it's... think if they did it now, if they recreated oh, The Exorcist, well, I think 
Well, they have. I know they have. They've well, tried to do a thing and then it's just been backlash. It's like, oh, it's just rubbish. This is nothing what it's supposed to be. I feel like it would scare me more, though, just because of how... They try and make you do the jump scares. Yeah. Because like, ADHD type of mm-hmm. way of doing stuff. and Because you've got to keep your attention. Kind of a, a, a in-depth story about, the, you know, like <laughs> going through all the, the troubles mm. that they're going through. And I that. think also it's the fact of it would probably look a bit more realistic. Not saying it didn't look realistic because it did. But I think nowadays with the technology and everything they've got, mm-hmm. I think that would look ten times more scary for, for, for me. I think I was sat there going, oh, how are they doing this in my head mm-hmm. to try and make it not so frightening? Yeah. doesn't mean I'd come back to it and watch it again. It doesn't mean that. <laughs> I've seen it once. I'm fine. I don't need <laughs> to see it again. But it, it does have a good story. I will give it that. No, it really doesn't. I think you, you sort of got a bit more scared with um, Ghostwatch a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Felt that more a bit more. I think it's because it was the jump, jumpy scares a little bit. You weren't sure when something was coming out or not. And I think also for me, it was the shadows. It's a, you, like yeah, Blair Witch, you're building something up in your head that you're going to see something. Mm-hmm. Whereas at least when the little girl's on the screen of The Exorcist, I knew that she was possessed. So, and I, I knew something was going to happen if she was on screen. Yes. Whereas I'm not looking in the background trying to make up crap yeah, that's not there. Yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But can we just? I know obviously we didn't give it, and you gave it a nine. But mm. my favorite Halloween, and I would actually rewatch this every year, mm-hmm. is Houseu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I feel like for a Halloween special, for me actually to say, yes, Paul, at Halloween I will watch this film again. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I, I think that's really because of, I mean, one being Japanese too, it's like a very much oddball comedy style yeah. iteration of it. It's not taking itself that seriously, it's just absolutely out there. And I think that's what I love about it, and it's, it's the humour which I normally don't appreciate, but because it's done... In a Japanese manner and style, mm-hmm. I don't know. It becomes across a little bit more innocent within the whole film, and I just quite adore it. Actually, even though it's a little bit gruesome, it's not petrifyingly scary. I just like the fact that it's a, a, akin to like what they wanted a blockbuster hit, like Jaws. Can't go for that, <laughs> and that's like that's what they came up with. But yeah, <laughs> I still think it is. It's better than Jaws, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Well, another 10 you gave was the following up for after Halloween was when I gave you something a bit more light-hearted. Was Maybe that's why I gave it a 10. Maybe if I rewatched Marcel the Shell, shell yeah. I don't know if I would possibly give it a 10. Mm. I think the the reason behind it is the cleverness behind the, the actual concept and the way it's delivered as well that makes me score it a bit higher. Mm-hmm. Just for the fact that it, it is just a little shell been stop motion stop motion yeah. i'm a sucker for stop motion mm-hmm. and just all the hard work that went into actually making that shell move and thoughts of concept of him getting around and all of that kind of aspect to it yeah although that for me that was part of the problem because he didn't move around enough <sighs> sorry um, paul do you want him swinging in like tarzan or something no like, i meant more the location based where, uh, he was, where he's on a little road trip thing that was me. not so much that he's not, you know. Yeah, I don't expect him to be doing <laughs> cartwheels. 
<laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think it was definitely one of those ones where probably re-looking at it, it's probably going to be a nine reflectively. But I think because I'd had such a hard time with, with Halloween and then time, it was just yeah. so nice to have something light-hearted. Uh-huh. Okay. It probably gave it more of a swing yeah. for a 10. Yeah. Probably, maybe, but I guess that doesn't reflect so much on the Christmas ones, though. Because, no. Because it's your season, really, isn't it? More so. Yeah. So the But we had ten, some really good ones. ones. Yeah, no, I thought so did pretty well this year. We've got four 10s on Christmas. Yeah. Four, top four, yeah, 40. Well, obviously Love Hard was an 8, so... Oh yeah, I'm counting them more the because one and two are home alone. Yeah, being yeah, counting those <laughs> technically. So, yeah, yeah, but you get what I mean. Yeah, because you weren't that generous. I can't believe you only scored home alone one a nine, and then home alone two nine point five. You didn't even make it a ten. Come on, Paul. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's the films that kind of are more deserving. You're too critical. I think you are. Well, you really because... love Home Alone 2. I know you do. So it's like, and you do prefer 2 over 1. So it makes sense that it'd be 9.5 for but... 1 and 10 for 2. But on a, on, a, on a sense of like, even if it was on like a top 100 films of like top, you know, top 10 rated films, I would think I wouldn't necessarily put that as... I feel like there's a space that could be <laughs> better utilised for something else. Spoilers are not in my top 10. I haven't okay. just done all Christmas, Christmas I movies. I did worry about that. I was thinking about that. <laughs> it's going to be like five of them are top uh, Christmas films and five aren't. Some but, are. All right. But I feel like I understood where you were coming from, where I could just do a niche of like singing in the rain and then the vicious wives could come into there or the um, apartment or what's the other one that's like you've got mail but... Shop around the corner. I know we haven't covered that, but yeah. They would kind of go in a bracket of its own category, all right, yeah, and could be its like top, yeah. And so I get what you mean, like top tens within genres. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Although they're similar, but it's more the oldie films I'm bracketed in it as. Okay, but yeah. Come back on the other things that we've. <laughs> yeah, um, my my other low score being super bad. Yeah, that I too. Too, but that was did surprisingly well in terms of numbers on. Now, guys, don't be getting any ideas just because I don't like a film, and then you think, "Oh, this is an absolute hilarious episode." We love the fact that Sophie gets wound up. That well, I mean, first obviously, I'm going to say I like those episodes when you've got someone to beef about, but. But we can't have that all the time. I know we can't can't, because then my that would get pretty boring. Well, also, I think my. Yeah, blood yeah. level it didn't rise too really much. No, no, but yeah, I try and you know spare do them sparingly. Yeah, if it's it falls that way, but it's it's always it was don't go wrong. It's always amusing episode when you've got or even if I've got something bad to say about something, I feel like I do. You're hilarious. Like I, there's one, I'm sure we covered. I believe the remake of was it you banged on about the Lion King? Oh yeah, yeah. That was a long. That was an old episode. And I absolutely loved that you got on your high horse because normally it's me that gets on a little yeah. soapbox and has a little mm-hmm. bit of a moan and a mm-hmm. rant about something, mm-hmm. and then don't 
come up for air, basically. <laughs> the one, though, that I felt like I had a growth in yep. was re-watching the voices. And yes, true. Obviously, we had the lovely guests. Nico um, and Chris, yeah, who did, you know, they offered insights into, well, their things. Obviously, they listened to a lot of, Mur- a lot of murder mystery <laughs> films and, 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 and shows and stuff like that. Yeah. So they, they brought something to that, which is quite insightful. But I think as well for me, the first time watching that film. Yeah, years and years ago when we were first dating. And yeah. then you were like, no, can't handle can't handle mm. this. This is just yeah. getting ridiculous. And we stopped it there because yeah. I was like, I'm going to have nightmares and I've got to sleep on my own. And now looking back at it, it was like, hmm, really soft. It's not, it's not that oh, bad. Yeah. And I actually quite enjoyed the film in, in total. Obviously, I won't give it really high, high scores, but I think showing for like mental health and actually people have issues and what they perceive in their heads sometimes to what is realistic mm-hmm. worked quite well for that, that film. No, it was really good, and I got I got something more out of it because it was it would I just worried that like you know, oh this so used to be slating it or something just even if it's got Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> do love a good Ryan Reynolds. I'm not gonna lie, I think that's what what the problem was initially when I first went into that film was the front cover looks very jovial and light hearted, yeah. and you don't anticipate that it's gonna take that dark turn. And also, I'd only seen Ryan Reynolds in chick flicks at that point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. What I did like this year as well was the, the sort of like inclusion of like a themed month, which was anime, which is mm-hmm. so clever. Can we have that okay. next year or in 2024? Please, please, please. Yeah, there's still, still still room for that to do this, this films that we want to cover and get round to this time. Um, What my favourite one... Well, I'm not necessarily saying that because there's quite a few that was... Mm. There was Go Over the Fireflies. I know it's a sad one, but yeah. it's still impactful. And Susan May, which you saw in the cinema, that was, that was really good. Oh, I absolutely love that. Yeah. I feel like we need to rewatch that, actually. Mm, yeah, it'll be coming out on disc this next... Yeah, early next... 2024, I'm saying that was a couple of days away. But, um, but my, I think my favourite one, though, even though it's more of a nostalgia trip, though, was the Digimon movie. To... I'll be honest, that song just got stuck in my head. I'm not even going to say it because mm. it's already it's already in there and my head's singing it. Yeah, living there rent-free. <sighs> Ain't it just? But I did hear a bunch of, like, oh, when is it, when is it coming out? They're doing re-releasing it on Blu-ray. I think it's going to be probably like an import, to be fair. I don't think it'll be coming over. What, Digimon? Yeah, Digimon the movie, but with the Japanese version and the UK version, the the, the American version. Ah, So 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 the stories will be more match up to what they're supposed to be rather than just where this one was like half the story, like they cut it down so much and stuff, but... I don't know when that's got a release date, but I'll be jumping on that as soon as I know where I can get it from. Just see it coming, don't they? Yeah, well, I see the fans, fans want it, and you want been... it, you get yeah. it. Yeah, we should have some really good cinema trips actually this year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we did the Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah, jumped so on that bag. Yeah, we did. Okay. Well, no, no, I'm glad we did. Did manage to do. They have the chance to do that though. Just don't get me wrong. Obviously, like. Yeah, it might for you have been like... Oh. 
Oppenheimer okay. was heavy. And yeah. yeah, I would say it was a bit, but I could appreciate what it was going for. Just three hours really, of my but... life, I'm not going to get back, am I? Whereas Barbie, I, I, we've already we've already bought the disc, we've already yeah. rewatched it this yeah, year. Yeah, we've so... got Open Night Barbie isn't in the house. No, it's not. <laughs> also, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was such a good. Yeah. yeah. That, I'll just say, we'll get in a minute, go to film of the year but that was a strong contender for me and <laughs> um, that but, but the, the problem with that is because it was like you know it's a, a second a middle part of a third a trilogy so it's mm. kind of like a, i need the full, full story. story now but don't yeah. get me wrong it was amazing as as not quite as strong as uh into the spider-verse Mm-hmm. Of course, because again, that's like one of those standalone. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, you don't need and the other parts to it, do you? And and stuff like that, but visually and just like, oh, I you know, I'm a big fanboy for Spider Man. So I feel like not. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> Go on. Because we went to the cinema today and we watched the new Studio Ghibli. Yeah. And then it was like Marvel, blah blah blah, um, versus like with co-hosting with whoever I don't know. And yet again, another flipping Spider-Man to oh, take. The tra- sorry, the trailer for Madame Web, which I hadn't actually seen. That's the first time I've seen a trailer for that as well. How many times can you redo Spider-Man or Spider-Woman? Or, I, like, what the hell, like... I don't know. It's I, the most replayed Marvel. You don't see Iron Man now casting somebody else instead of Robert Downey Jr., do you? No, you don't see that. So why is Spider-Man like this? Isn't there, like, four different Spider-Man men? I I wish I had the answer to that. I don't really know all the ins and outs of what what Madame Web's all about, but I think it's a, a it's nothing not essentially Spider Man related. Might be something else. I don't know, but it's in Marvel universes, so, so I don't I can't answer that. I'm afraid. So but, I was like, really? Are we ju- are we actually going down this? Yeah. But I think it's I think web. it's a pretty, but <laughs> like Sp- Spider Man and Batman, as you say, they're probably most popular of of uh, mm. consecutive. A um, it's a word I'm looking for. Respectively, <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah. Of the two, like DC and Marvel, DC. Yeah. Well, didn't Spider Man used to be DC? Or no? no. No, it's always been Marvel. Yeah, it's always been Marvel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't flip things like football players. <laughs> it's got different teams when they feel like it. No. What about Superman? He, he seems quite strong, doesn't he, Paul? You know. Mm. <laughs> You shouldn't get a Superman t-shirt this year for Christmas. True. One of the ones that I do definitely want to shove in my archive and dump it in my delete bin mm. is the Wicker Man. That, that's gone. Mm. You still get a five, though. I was, yeah. Being generous that day. No, it was, it was all right. It, it was just, yeah. Mid. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I want to see it again. Yeah. Ever. I, I get it. Yeah, it's for especially for even for a modern audience. I think it's generally probably a bit slow and not. Is <laughs> that where's the Wicker Man? It's not until the end. And I think because it was Halloween, I was anticipating something a lot scarier, and it wasn't really that that mm. scary. Yeah, I guess it kind of for me it felt like a bit like oh, fell flat on the wind taking out my sails, and a little bit <laughs> of that like not that I wanted to be scared. I thought just more like more of a. <laughs> impact on it because it's like mm. it's it is heralded as one of those like one of those iconic horror pieces but in 
not in the way. I don't so think it was. Think... And I think for you, bless you, you could have utilised that that Halloween <laughs> one for a different one and got something better out of me, I mm. think. Perhaps, but I still don't really regret doing it because... I regret yeah. seeing it. <laughs> one of the ones for me was a bit semi-dispatch. I think that it was... I made, like high expectations was Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee. Yeah. Film that was kind of like a. It was okay. But I wanted more. Yeah, because it's a. I said it was like more of like a Bond esque type of thing, which is with more like kung fu karate. To be fair, it's not really like I'm obviously I'm aware of what the film is, but at yeah. the same time. I couldn't provide anything quotable from it or yeah, a key scene that bit... I think is impactful and amazing. It's one of those, like, it's just there. Yeah. It's sadly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's kind of hard for those, if, like, other, like, martial arts films are kind of the same way. It's, like, mm. uh, it's somewhat tricky to critique, I suppose, in a way. Like, because it's like, well, we're just fighting, aren't they? I guess, but then, like, <laughs> other than the fact that kid... But that added more of a story. Isn't I think it? that's Whereas, what it yeah. is. If it has that story, if someone's just there, and it's yeah. like, okay, what well, can? Yeah, the, the choreography was great, and that's. And, yeah, but sometimes it's not either. That's the issue. So then it looks unrealistic. Yeah, it's and... like they didn't even touch him and just yeah. like fly across the room. And you're like, oh right, okay. Yeah. Do you think there was? Oh, sorry, we've missed one of your tens. Oh, have we? Yeah, Caroline. Caroline. Oh, for the birthday special. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, another one that was that again I've I've had fondness for for many years and mm. still do because that's a like big thing on stop motion. He's that and that's one of them. It's beautifully yeah, done. Yeah. I, I can't really. actually. To be fair, your whole birthday special was really good. Actually, I'm surprised I scored Tenacious D higher than you did. Yeah, I think that's more <laughs> for the the sort of like oh uh, yeah the. The humour of the time was would if I was like when I saw it in when I did it in like sixth form whatever. Did you see it with Alex and Leone and Oh yeah yeah. 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 So You'd yeah, be like, yeah, this is the greatest film ever type of thing. <laughs> but yeah, looking back on it, it's like, yeah, it's alright, yeah. What is yeah. I I really enjoyed it. I mean, think... Oh the the soundtrack's great though. Yeah. The first watch of it, it yeah. was just hilarious for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is which actually took me aback because I thought you'd be like, oh, this is really childish. <sighs> I'm a bit of a sucker for Jack Black. That. Yeah, so <laughs> that's, I think that's the the biasness in me. Mm-hmm. But he's even good in Kung Fu Panda. Everything yeah. he touches is golden, isn't it? Yeah, majority. There's that. Um, Govler's, go, are you going to say Govler's what the cat's Govler's travels. Yeah, exactly. You're going to say that. no. No, um, I wasn't going to say that. But I don't think that's. I don't think that's great. I've seen it. Um, once. I'm to, I'm that one with he's in with Ben Stiller. Which you probably absolutely hate. No wonder you've already said the person who's making it crap is Ben Stiller. And Robert Down Jr. wearing blackface. <laughs> How old's this film? Um, came out in two thousands, late two thousands. Really? Yeah. Why is it? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So. Excuse me. Um, that but. Mm. <laughs> but then he's done the holiday, which is fantastic. Would you have given, obviously looking at the birth specials, do you think if you had another watch, you'd petite a man? Possibly could Would be a 10. Because that was very close. It was very close. I think... Because it's quite short as well, isn't it? It was very short and 
I think that it's just a concept of going back and seeing your mum mm-hmm. as a child and becoming friends with her is quite sweet and endearing. So I but thought I think, that would strike a chord with you. Yeah, yeah especially because I'm quite close with my mum. It, it really took a bit of a, an emotional roller coaster on it. Mm-hmm. And for your birthday <laughs> specials yeah. episode, episode, there was mixed bag, but ba- <laughs> Babylon did reasonably well in both our parts. Mm. But I don't think... I mean, it was quite long. It was really and long. And some of the bits were a bit... Like, Risky. Oof. Yeah, like, I don't know why that's... Chosen to do that with that, but but Margot Robbie yet again, fantastic performance, yeah. But then obviously there was Enchanted and Eight Mile, which <laughs> they weren't the greatest. Yeah, Did. So, no. yeah. but uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. I think as well, bait resonates with me a little bit, and I don't know if that's because we were on our little holiday that we'd had for that year. Mm, yeah, it's and we've got the seaside, and I feel like I don't know. I kind of remember that quite well which is weird it's, it is I mean I, I enjoy it and on a repeat viewing of that but on note I say like when we get to like that's like one of our lowest scoring episodes like like <laughs> most least what listened to probably because people it's not it's a bit obscure well which known. kind of makes me a little bit sad in a way because it's like I'm trying to open people's up to you know like mm. new things and stuff rather than just the oh everybody knows super bad and yeah. The good and bad, the ugly, and all that kind of stuff. But not to say like, oh, you can't, you shouldn't listen to those. Of course, we're not saying that. But you know, like, uh, oh, what's this? Like, as a recommendation, check it out. But I don't know. I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah, I do. There's another two that were really close for me that were nines, which was Black Swan and Bringing Up Baby. Mm. Yeah, they were both good films mm. that we hadn't seen. Oh no, sorry, I'd seen Black Swan before, but it had been a while. And glad I decided. Glad we we. Got round to covering that because just really hold held up. Yeah, yeah. And obviously we were we actually guested with versing Black Swan and Whiplash. I know that was going to happen. Oh, we didn't we didn't get around to do that. But... Why did we not get around to do that? I remember I doing think... the homework for that as well, but not actually the podcast. Now <laughs> you're saying it. No, unfortunately that didn't come to fruition. But we are having him as a guest. Ah. Sam on... In, I'll say that is next year we're going. To, we're in the works for doing that. So okay, it's in the pipeline. Um, but it won't be to cover those things. I think it was for his YouTube thing to be doing like a yeah, comparison piece to that. Maybe that will happen. Maybe next year. But also, if it's YouTube, you have to see my face, which is I love a podcast. I can be wearing my pajamas, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, bringing a baby was. Again, it's more in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I'm an old soul or what it is, but the really old, old films I absolutely <laughs> adore. I don't know what, why I do, but. And we seem to have watched more Cary Grant starring films <laughs> as well. Through obviously this, what we've recorded as episodes and mm-hmm. just in other things as well. So. Always when you say Cary Grant, I always think it should be a woman. I don't know why. And then obviously, I know it's not, but yeah. I associate mm-hmm. the name Carrie with a female. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. To a friend called Carrie. But... Yeah. Is there any other things you can bring up from looking at the list? Sightseers. That's actually drawing a blank with me. Oh, it's the one where they're going, the, the there's another black British black, black comedy where they're travelling around 
you go to the like, pencil museum and stuff. Oh, and uh, yeah. Rubber, probably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, yeah, so you're going to say it on that. Yeah. yeah. Now you said it, I remember it. We well, did quite enjoy it, though. I did, yeah. which is weird because I was thinking I'm giving it a seven point five, but I actually the name doesn't ring a bell of what um what of what I've mm-hmm. watched. Actually, all the rest of them I do remember. You're proud of me. Mm. I'd I know I didn't get round to to rewatching after Sun, though that was like the second episode we did the year, which was the more like the 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 father and the young daughter that he had, and he was kind of like struggling with mental health issues. We watched a, um, he was in another series, wasn't he, that we'd seen him in? Oh, yes, Normal People. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of has that same kind of a bit of darkness tone about yeah. about it, doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's a brilliant kind of main lead guy and obviously got the little daughter. Yeah, I remember you said at the beginning, of the year, it's like, oh, if you're not in a good, which mm-hmm. I agree with you, if you're not in a good mental state, don't watch it but would would you watch it again if you like now after it was practically been a year, a year. <laughs> i yeah. probably would yeah i think yeah. it just depend on my frame of mind if it's in an all right mood then yeah, yeah it should be yeah. fine yeah obviously i think that's the same with saturday night fever and i know that sounds daft because it is a bit i don't it's know it's darker than what you think isn't yeah because it? it's supposed to be a little boogie and then yeah stuff like I, I associated that with being like something like greece basically uh-huh yeah that's what <laughs> Matt... it's everything's yeah nice like yeah just light-hearted yeah problems that's where on. i went to when i saw saturday night fever yeah. on the front cover yeah and that's yeah that's what you're thinking and you're thinking why is this 18 rated yeah, yeah. like jesus god everything's kicking off yeah well, i'll get you Right, is there anything else that you'd like to go through on the list or are you going to give us your film of the year before we go into... Mm-hmm. I think everyone knows what my film of the year already is. Oh, oh go on then. Enlighten us anyway. <laughs> so, my film of the year is Barbie. I can not highlight this film enough. It made me cry, it made me laugh. I've watched it already in the space of it being in the cinema and then owning the disc, which is rare for me to want to buy something physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like me, that's like, we'll go half soon. Yeah. yeah, and we bought like a yeah. steel bookcase yeah. and everything, yeah, didn't so we? Yeah, a nice pretty case, yeah. And I think for that as well, for me to really want to re-watch it again, I wanted to watch it with my sister. Mm-hmm. And if we had a, a daughter at some point, I'd want her to see it. I think it's just an empowering piece for all women and and men. It's mm-hmm. a learning curve, and <laughs> being Ken enough. And yes, yeah. men can cry and they can feel their emotions, and women can, you know, want to be a boss and own everything and be wealthy. It's yeah. got it's overall morally just perfect, and yeah, it's. I think it helps bring Barbie into a different era and a new zone and making Barbie popular without it being... Definitely has, yeah. I think so much so they're, they're like, oh, we can do a, like a almost like Marvel MCU universe thing where like all the you know, toy products making a film about them. I think it's mm. they're, they're probably seeing it in the wrong way, thinking, oh, that did so well, we're going to make money out of it it's with Hot Wheels or something like that or something. But I think because Barbie was... Obviously, there's been Barbie Girl 
kind of movies yeah. prior to this and there's you know there's been yeah, that like, I'm a Barbie girl song DVD and stuff yeah, yeah that kind of stuff and this is just it was so iconic I think everyone was talking about it everyone was like have you seen Barbie and obviously the Barbie and Oppenheimer mm-hmm. up in the air and I think it was just the first time where people actually dressed up to go to the cinema as we did yeah, yeah. you know yeah. that's how special it was. It's like, like one of those rare instances where you don't really get that very often to to do that. Yeah. And like, to, and be experienced that. So yeah, it's it's great to be involved. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to be a part of, of yeah. it. You didn't want to miss out well, on it. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it extra special. special. My <laughs> film of the year, which is a very late contender, because mm-hmm. it was the film we saw before. Last one we saw today, which is a Ghibli film. Are you sure, is... it's not the Ghibli film, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it was like, I have to see this film before the year's out, and I think it's like it was limited screens anyway, so it's like got to got to see, it. and it's already been out in the states like the beginning of December. Was Godzilla the latest Godzilla film? It was really good. To be fair, it, it was. It. I think it's because. It makes you feel for the actual people. Normally when I watch a monster film, I'm getting annoyed at the people aggravating the actual monster and being like, well, leave him alone and then he wouldn't attack you. Whereas this felt like actually Godzilla deserved everything he got thrown. And because you were kind of with a character throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you care for the people mm. involved and you definitely see more of an impact on what it's having as opposed to, oh, they're just getting stamped on or whatever all that kind of stuff, all buildings are just being destroyed, you don't see really the impact on what that's having, you just say, oh, just it's, it's a prop building or whatever, and you just don't really give a shit. It, it's, I don't really go with that too much, but the fact that obviously, like I say, like a shockwave that has such an impact and literally blows people back, and then it's like, oh my God, and then you kind of just have stunned silence as it's all kicking off and everything yeah. and i think kind of... because it's honing in on one person's impact of what godzilla has done to his family mm. and his loved ones and i think that makes you realize how impactful the film film is just associating with that one person instead of it being just... oh i'm going to um i need to know how godzilla works and do the science behind him and all of that mm-hmm. It's more actually, this person doesn't give a crap about Godzilla. <laughs> if anything, if he didn't see Godzilla again, he'd be more yeah, than yeah, happy. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else trying to figure figure all that kind of stuff out, but it's, it's always the case. But I know that there's always the the, the problem they have with, oh, there's, there's always got to be a lull, hasn't there? He walks away and then it's like, right, they regroup and everything's mm-hmm. like, oh, we can sit down and have a meal or whatever. There's never really a way you can truly not have that in a movie sense mm-hmm. because yeah. it can't have them interrupting like uh, right just going back because it's quite expensive to have the effects to have Godzilla it was there amazing though it really, it really was and he really looked the, the, the only were... thing I've got problem with Godzilla is A he's, he's got boobs he hasn't got boobs and B it's just the big chest plate <laughs> he's Rest got plate. a tiny not... tiny head in proportion to his tail and Everything else he's got on, like he's got a pea head. Well, yeah, but that's always there's been he's gone through various different iterations, designed 
thing, but that's like, how I know he's you said, like, look at a human, they've got like a tiny head yeah, in comparison, but it is in proportion to their body. M- yeah, uh, majority, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's, it's just because he's just really big. And if you had a big head, I think it would look a bit weird if you had a really big head. But you haven't seen, like, there's been ones where he's got longer tails, and that and looks that looks a bit odd, but anyway. So, yeah, so glad I got to see it before the end of the year was out. And, yeah. To be fair, when you said it, I was like, oh, do we have to? Because I'm not really big up on... No, I'm a big Godzilla fan. Yeah. Well, we, we did Monster March yeah. and I, I didn't really enjoy that. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. we'll go. But I knew it was something special. With And it's like, oh, what a time to be alive to see these effects and looking so good as they do and that iteration. Obviously, back in the day, it was a rubber suit and all that kind of stuff. and. Mm. I obviously got the modern Godzilla, like Godzilla vs Kong and stuff, but this yeah. blows this out of the water. Like even if we see the trailer for that new one that's coming out, twenty twenty four, and I'd be like, yeah, we can't really compare now, can you? It's just like yeah, no, it's I get you. Lessened a bit. Well, we know what <laughs> Japan can do, which is rightly so. But and, you know, well, it is the, their own, isn't it? Yeah, so they and, have the rights. And without, to... I'd have probably less of a budget than what Hollywood's got as well, yeah. and that look like. Absolute crap. But I think they love Godzilla so much that they're going to put the effort and the love into it, which they did do. But we are biased with any Japanese film, aren't we? Now, before we get into the top tens of your films all time. Yeah. I'm just peeking at yours and I shouldn't be. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. no, This is the the top ten episodes. Ah, okay. You know, uploaded episodes of the year. So I was just going to have a pop at you for one of them if that were going to be in your top ten. (laughs) <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> but one of them I just seen and I was like, oh, that should probably be in my top ten, but I for- forgot and uh, didn't put it in. Hold for it. That's a that's a different one, but <laughs> go anyway, on then. I'll anyway, stop, right. stop jumping to yeah, conclusions, shall I, and yeah, let okay. you talk. Yeah. So the top ten newest episodes of twenty twenty three, i.e. ones that we've released this year. Mm-hmm. In reverse order. So number ten is Black Swan. Really? That was not that was further on in the year as well, so mm-hmm. it's quite impressive. Number nine is Digimon the movie. That's just all your friends. <laughs> Literally <laughs> that's what it is. Maybe so. Mm. Number eight was Before Sunrise. Oh wow. But I guess we were quite early on in the year for that one. Yeah. But People enjoyed listening to our thoughts on that. Number seven was The Room. Surprising you'd say it were number one, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised, actually. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's ones that, have, that, shook, that obviously shocked me that weren't were higher than that. But uh, Number six was Battle Royale. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to say on that. No. Um, I'm surprised, but... It's a popular film. I guess, yeah, it is. This is going to shock you. Oh, why? Number five, Rita, Sue and Bob 2. <sighs> no, 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 no. That's yet again because I've been somewhat on my pedestal. Could have been worse, to be fair. Number four was After Sun. Okay, yeah. So like the trilogy, kind of. No, that's not the trilogy. That's the one I mentioned about the mental health. Oh, yes. I always get from... I was thinking of Before Sunrise. Yeah, after... Sun, Sunset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I, said, I would have said before... <laughs> No. <laughs> Number three, mm-hmm. Stand By Me. 
<laughs> Which, honestly, like, of all things, I think, oh, okay. Why that's so high? But there we are. Number two, Grave of the Fireflies. Really? Yeah. It's quite impressive. Yeah, it's quite an impactful film, so. Mm. I feel like that's one of those where I enjoyed watching it, but I it's kind of not wanting to spoil it for everyone who wants to go see the new Ghibli film. Well, to be fair, Graves of the Fireflies is better. But it's it's kind of, a, I see somewhat parallel, because obviously there's the war element to it. Yeah. But I think the Graves of the Fireflies impacts you and touches you more yeah, no. than this one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Number one. Shall we have a drum roll? Scarface. Huh? Sorry? That, so this, everybody... Put my teeth in. So you're saying that this is the most listened to in 2023? Of our newest episodes that we've released, yes. <sighs> Why? Yeah, again, because yeah. I think it's crap, isn't it? Oh. Well, I don't think they would assume that based on... <sighs> Maybe. Of that, but I don't know. People Maybe it's a popular film yeah, as well, isn't it? Everyone, it's yeah, yeah. quite a classic, Gangster, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not in so precise. <laughs> yeah. And then the what he kind of saw a glimpse of mm-hmm. with the top ten of all time downloads of from the year. That's his, including previous. These, these, yeah, previous episodes that we've done from previous years. Mm-hmm. So go in reverse order again. So obviously some repeats from the, this top ten I just did, but... Number 10 is The Room. Okay, still quite a high contender. Mm-hmm. Number 9, Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. Number 8, Rita Sue and Bob 2. Oh, wow, so quite still 2023 has been. Yeah, yeah mostly. And then, this, is, this threw me for a loop. Number 7, Jack Frost. <laughs> the 1998 film we covered last year. <laughs> okay. I think oh, was it was last year. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. it was. I even can't remember. Or two years now, depending on when this airs, so it'll be not last year, the year before. Number six, you are Umaso. Oh, really? Yeah, that was like really early. Mm. I am a teddy of Umaso. Yeah, yeah. Number five, After Sun. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah, well, it probably makes sense, doesn't it? Four, Stand By Me. Right. Number three, Grave of the Fireflies. Blimey. So it's a really good year in 2023 then. Yep. Scarface number two. Mm-hmm. And apparently the number one download of all time, including that's from previous listens and everything, is up. Hmm. That's nice. This is not one that I'm absolutely ripping to pieces because yeah. I would never rip up to pieces and love it too much. Mm. And I forgot about it. Mm. Well, may as well just roll into then the, your top ten. This has been hard, and I. It's final for now, but that doesn't. No, mean no, this is like with mine, so don't worry about it too it much. It will change. Yeah. So obviously. Expect it to. Are we going? Change. Am I going back to front or one yeah. first and then? No, I, you do ten leading up to number one. But yeah. if you're alright with that. Yeah, it's just the way I've done it. It's just okay. Being, Make it makes sense because you normally do that, don't you? Hard work because I didn't rewrite it in order. Okay. okay. So you're gonna laugh at me. I've also just can I tell you what didn't make my top ten first? Yeah, honourable mentions, yeah. 
Yeah. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah, sure. Good, okay. So, basically... Still looking at it, it's like, it's so hard. So, licorice pizza sadly didn't make the, make oh. the cut. Oh. Beauty and the Beast, just because it's one of those ones where I absolutely adore it, but is it a nostalgia thing? And when I rewatch it as an adult, it's going to lose it a little bit for me, I think. So, it okay. didn't make the top ten. Yeah. Proposal. All right. Absolutely adore it, but I just couldn't justify it being... Mm. Okay. Up, up there, up there, with the ones that I'd got. Yeah. The Grand um, Budapest Hotel. I was surprised because I really did mm. it as a 10. And some of these you'll be like, really, Sophie? But just for me, I think, for rewatchable value, I think I'd have to be in the right frame of mind to want to appreciate and rewatch it again because okay. it is quite lengthy. Okay. Even before Sunrise didn't make my top. Well, it's only, yeah, unless it's something that really struck you from... The they were that, contenders, yeah, but... but... No, that's fine. Tricky, tricky, tricky. No, that's fine. Honestly, honestly, I'm not going to be, like, too mad, because I'll say that when I've gone and looked back on some of mine, I'm thinking, oh, should I squeeze that in? But then, like, no. What do you get rid of instead? Yeah, and... it's, like, oh, it's, it's tough. It is tough. But, I'm yeah, I'm excited to hear what you've got. Okay, there is definitely a genre or a niche to it which I'm hoping you're not going to like thought we'd taken you away from that but still I think I fit into that kind of genre okay so number 10 is the Aristocats oh ricky tinky tinky alright okay didn't see that coming <laughs> no generally didn't like I think like I wouldn't even have thought because like because that's like breeding the Beast like obviously it's Disney I and... think because I've rewatched it as an adult I feel like I haven't watched Beauty and the Beast to go back to it. I think we've watched it with... We've watched... I know we got the, the 4K, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And... And I feel like I... I don't know if I felt like it didn't hold up as strongly as when I was um, little. Right. And I know it sounds daft, you know, like when we watched The Swan Princess yeah, and I was really disappointed. Yeah, different of fish, though. Yeah. Whereas The Aristocats... That was like singing every two minutes, oh, that yeah, stuff. was. The Aristocats is amazing and I think... I'd want a little, I was going to call her Marie, but she's not. Marie. Um, Marie, yeah. We've got a little Marie plush. No, I mean, as an actual cat paw. We've got Arthur. He's in a good enough. He's a boy version. Put a pink bow on him, you'll be right. <laughs> yeah. Another difference. <laughs> and I think just because I remember me always going to you, oh, we're rickety yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. having that cute kind of little banter about it, it just yeah, that's fine. has more of a that's nice. touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number nine. Sorry, it is a Christmas film. But the fact that it's number nine, mm-hmm. it is, I call it The Grinch. It's it's The Grinch that stole Christmas, isn't How it? The Grinch stole Christmas, yeah. Because yeah. there's various versions of it, yeah. Jim Carrey. Just, yeah. Every Christmas Eve, I feel like that's something I want to watch, I want to see. I mm-hmm. really enjoy it. I know you don't, but it just gives I, me this cosy, I mean, I've feel. kind of warmed to it a little bit more now, because I'm not so kicking and screaming, <laughs> but... I think if he wasn't, I think I said in the episode where it's like if if he Jim Carrey wasn't the Grinch in it, I think it'd be a hard sell yeah. to enjoy it. But but he no, kind agree. of just this this the way he does it. But mm-hmm. everybody else is a bit about it, and it's very dark in a like light, know, lighting watched, sense. And it's we like bought a four K, my first four K. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's, it's not, not that bright. not that very bright. It's sharper, but not brightened yeah. up. But uh, 
Number eight is about time. Mm, yep. Tender, yeah. Thank you. And then number seven, serendipity. There is only one part which made me think, oh, should I not put this in? And that's that creepy guy that plays the... I don't know what he plays. He's the musician guy in it, which he does make me feel a bit cringy, but the whole overall movie of itself is quite sweet. Yeah. And I think it is, it is a chick flick, but... It's special. It's not like just your generic guy meets girl. It's it's a bit more about it. And I quite like the way it all gets tied back up of the thought of fate being... Mm, I suppose, yeah. So yeah, it's got Sean Cusack in, in which is always great. Yeah. Um. So, number six. Yep. Can't believe this is quite low, low down for me. Um, another Christmas film. <clears throat> I've, I've lied. I have got three Christmas films. You said there wasn't going to be unless the something... No, no. The, uh... These two are really valid, the next okay, two. Okay, okay, okay. It's Love Actually. So okay. I think... Side. Yeah. Just because, obviously, A, it was the first one me and you watched, I think I've got a bit more nostalgia towards it. We walked down the aisle to PM's love theme, so it, it is going to yeah. be up there. Yeah. So, number five, mm-hmm. My Neighbour Totoro. Okay. It was a toss-up between that one and Ponyo. And I was like, oh, which one, which one? And it's like, you could have more than more than one Studio Ghibli. Yeah. But I feel like this one for me, I've got a little Totoro on my key ring. It's just that kind of nice, beautiful feeling about watching it. It's, it's very simplistic and mm. everything's, yeah, it's, it's just a, a joy you really, that... That could have made mine, but yeah, that again, that could be in its own category just for animation. Yeah. So, I agree with you, I really do. Hmm. Number four, mm-hmm. La La Land. Choice. Thank you. So, yet again, we've got Ryan Gosling this time, we've got Emma Stone, so obviously Paul's going to think it's a good choice. But it is, it still comes back yet again. I think it's the more current version of a Singing in the Rain for me. I think that's why I like it. Number three mm-hmm. is my favourite movie of the year this year. So Barbie. Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. Sound of Life. Yes. <laughs> is that because you knew there was another Christmas film coming? Well, yeah, but I, I mean, I know that being on people's like number one film, but I think predominantly because it's, I say like. A lot of it doesn't necessarily happen around Christmas, mm. as well. But in a sense of that, that that works as being like a, f- a favorite film of all time because it's something that you you know you'll put around every year at Christmas, won't you? So, yeah. so always works. You will always get round to seeing it. So. Yeah, every yeah. year you will. Yeah. I will watch it. Yeah, and then obviously number one is Singing in the Rain. Right. Even though I didn't realize Singing in the Rain didn't have a G on the end. Singing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A short abbreviated slang. Yeah. Which I only realised yeah. when I was writing it that yeah. I'd spelt it wrong initially. Well, I didn't know number one was going to be that, obviously, because you've got the poster on the wall and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, just people should know what mine is. Um, is it Jurassic Parks by any chance? <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> I think that'll be in no, there, though, but... to be fair, in your top ten. I know that that's no. going to be there. But I knew 
I did think this um it's a wonderful life would be in there, but I didn't know where it would fall. What if what, when it would come into number two and then I hadn't had it in there, would you be like, what? <laughs> a little bit, yeah, to is be honest. there any that have taken you by surprise? Is there any you think, mm, would you really class um, that? Just, just yeah, I'm sorry, it's not in order. That's fine. Um, I guess serendipity of over... Because um, I, I did I did wonder about, obviously, like Licorice Pizza and mm. Grand Budapest Hotel, but... I know they're like obviously. Well, I mean, we've seen Luke's Pizza a couple of times now, haven't we? So yeah, I think Grand Budapest only seen the once, so maybe yeah. that would change with a couple yeah. of watches. I think Serendipity, to be fair, I've seen a lot more of. Yeah, yeah, you've it's something you've kind of grown up with, mm. essentially. Yeah. Maybe with our Aristocats as well, but had more of a connection with with me. That's, yeah. Because that mum's. I don't know if it's my mum's favorite Disney film, maybe possibly because she loves cats, so. Well, then I forgot about Up as well, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. this yeah, I say, what I've done when I've gone back through, I've not, my top ten is mostly going through what I've logged on Letterboxd, and the, mm. those are top, what I've given what, on those five stars. And But if I really thought about it, if I went back to on the shelves and stuff, I thought, oh, yeah, the, that film I forgot. It is hard yeah. to kind of Especially, pick your top yeah. ten. I think top top five, I'd pretty much... Yeah, you, you I'd, go with those, yeah. I'd got that and I was I was happy with them. And then it was like, oh, what do I now put in? And it was hard trying to write down ones I'd already got, thinking, should they be 10 or not? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, right, so over to you, really. I feel more relieved now that that's, that's done. Um, can I just say, mm-hmm. obviously, your number one is going to be The Shining. Yeah. Okay. Can I just can I just take a couple of predictions before you say yeah, yours? Yeah. Um, Jurassic Park is going to be there somewhere, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Jaws is coming to me for some reason. I don't know why. That it might is it. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have Godzilla in there as well. Anything no, that's got it's, a monster it's, it's, in it's, it. It doesn't make the cut. Sadly, does no. it not? Blimey. Um, it's probably going to be some more scary things that I don't appreciate. In there as well, let me think. I'm not sure if La La Land might make you, you cut. Depends on what you, your vibes are. Hmm. But just a couple of predictions. Yeah. I think there's another one that, if, if I remember it, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Oh, a couple of honourable mentions I'll give. You didn't even tell me to do that, so I'm so proud of myself for doing yeah, extra. <laughs> Thank you. I think you had to sort of like say, oh, hey me out, Paul, this is why there's some Christmas films that are taking precedence <laughs> over that. I think that's probably why you said <laughs> But generally, I think um, for me, it's like, oh, yes, it's tough. But uh, three ones that didn't quite make it are Wolf Walkers. Mm, about that. Really, really yep. great an- Irish animation. It's beautiful. Still got that as a on my computer as the back, the you know the background you wallpaper on that. Normally it's like, Pokemon. Yeah, and it's just don't like, tell me Digimon's in your top. No, ten. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, if I go at seven, why would it be on the? I don't know. Yeah, nostalgia trip. Yeah, Into the Spider Verse. As I said, like that's that's such a mm-hmm. red, red one. Spider Man one as well. No. No, because that's what that's that's my favorite Spider-Man film. Really, Into the Spider-Verse. Um, and Fantastic Mr. Fox is another 
one, but again, it's like I could make a whole top ten of just animation films. I'll stop frame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Coraline's well as like the yeah. one, but yeah, again, you could just go on and on about with top tens and stuff, with things that could be contenders. But as it stands, could all you know, like I say, like always looking out for a new one to take a spot on the top ten slot. But at number ten. You've no idea what this is. <laughs> Thanks. Kuroneko. No, you're right, I don't. What is it? It's a black and white Japanese film. Okay. That it it was a film that I on like first watch and then I instantly be, went into like the top spot. It was Would that. I actually like this or No you I think you would. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like in obviously like in the samurai Era type of thing, mm-hmm. you know, when not like the last samurai, though, is it like the last three seven samurai, <laughs> whatever it is, seven samurai? No, it's not like not quite like, like that. There's more <laughs> of a there's elements of like a, a romance of such. Mm-hmm. There's a lit very, lo- I say, there's horror in a very loose sense, like super scary. There's a bit of theatrics in okay. the like kabuki theater type of element to it and, and drama and stuff, and I think. Like, there's something, like, ethereal and sort of, like, spooky about it. Okay. But in, a, in like, a in a subtle way that's really quite beautiful in the way it's shot and everything. So oh, I think selling it, so maybe yeah. it'll have to be one that you've seen I haven't seen. Yeah, I think it's... I think I've got to I'll put it on the list of stuff to, that I've been marking through and going through that, so that's going to be on there. Number nine is Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Bind. Mm. The, the Jim Carrey serious role with Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. Well, really resonated after so many years of seeing that. Really, and I think I think it's down to Charlie Kaufman writing yeah. on that, and I think it's really just it's 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 sad but also sweet at the same time, like with what it's going through with mm. with that. So number eight. Now I've kind of switched. But mm-hmm. I've kind of, I, don't really think like I muddled up the thing because it's a bit like, oh, where does that sit? Where all that kind of thing. But I'll go with number eight being Little Shop of Horrors. <gasps> yes, I forgot about that. Little Shop. Also, we had a guest. We did. We have we had Gemma from Skip to End podcast. That was really good. I was really happy that we got her as a guest. And it was such a good episode. It really yeah, it was. was. Yeah. Really enjoyed that one. I did. I enjoyed the film, seeing the the director's cut as well. Mm. So much better. Oh, that was the first one I. Yeah. That that was the my and ending. Then I sh- and then I showed you, what the ending that was, and did you think like? Uh, yeah, I did actually, which is like... weird because normally I like the happy ending. Mm-hmm. But I actually quite liked the bit more controversial part of it. Yeah. So so much they done the it took the time and effort to put all that work in. It's like why not? showcase that because but i know that's how cutthroat it can be but mm. anyway number seven monty python and the holy grail really yeah really paul no there's so many other spots that could be taken oh my god that's your dad's fault that is as you know it's, it's something that always makes still makes me laugh I do remember when we were on a honeymoon in Scotland and they played that clip and you were in you were the only one 
That was in that absolute hysterics I mean, I over it. I wouldn't go that far, but I was just, like chuckling to myself. Yeah, you were, and I'm thinking, I'm looking, thinking, no one else is laughing to sweets. And you're like, hee hee hee. <laughs> but it's just, it, I really enjoy it, and so that's rare for me to like really like a, a comedy mm. film that's that's stuck with me for so long. But again, obviously, I think it's a sort of thing that's grown up with it, and so that's carried on through adult. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely nostalgia based, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but still, it's still really great. Uh, number six mm-hmm. is Jaws. Yay! I think that was, I think you away somewhere, I can't remember where, but one, I think, one, it was at some point I went and went, Jaws 3D was at the showcase. I'm glad I didn't see that. That would have been yeah. like recan it in yeah. my horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, <laughs> Yeah, not Jaws 3D because there's a film called that and it's and it's like it's, it's, it's shit. It's like a, a, a sequel to it, but so it was actually Jaws in 3D, but it did actually add like an extra level of depth to an already fantastic film. And yeah, and from since then it's like yeah, this is this is a ten ten film ten rated film. I think early days I was you would love the ride in. This universally, you really would if it's still there. I don't know if it is, but I don't yeah. actually know if it is because no. it was a long time ago when I went. <laughs> but no, I think the 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 balance of like having it all part of it on land, and then just then it's the character, three characters on the boat at sea for the remainder of the film, and it's just you get to know them and that balance. Of, obviously, people might be like, "Oh, that shark's rubbish" or whatever, but I think it's like again show show less. And build up more of a monster in your head. Yeah, I know they had trouble with the, the animatronics anyway, so I can't really fault them for for that. But anyway, so but yeah, they did a good job. What? Okay, <laughs> like my serendipity that that's a little. I knew you were gonna have it there, but yeah. okay. being mine. But yeah, right. number five. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful life. Yay! Can't believe you didn't score it too. <laughs> You cry every year. It should be higher up. No, that's definitely grown on me more now that we've kind of like now uh, mutually like like yeah we really like it really in this, this so much. They might you might be like again for a, a film that's obviously obviously of its time, isn't it? And some of the actions and stuff in it were a bit like Ooh. oh hot dog. <laughs> no, not so much like more just the the, the approach to how yeah. Thing, but you know, you, you take it as it is. And I for, think the moral's still there, though it yeah, still yeah, you stands. Can take the, the lessons that you take from it is yeah. still applicable. And I think it's just realizing what impact do I have on everybody's life? Like, if I wasn't actually here, how would everyone else's life pan out? <laughs> Number four, American Psycho. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Still, initially, I I kind of was a, a not a lowish score, but. It's high, but not quite. Mm. It was like first year of when we did the um, birthday special stuff we covered. I think it. I've only watched it the once, haven't I? Yeah. Female director as well, but... Male lead. Male lead, and I think the sensibilities and stuff that... Just in it, I always... It's always see, like... it's. Very, I think it's very memeable. Like, you see, I've seen that constantly, like, the 
like nice and all that they're walking with headphones down a corridor and it's oh, like yeah. listening to something that's not <laughs> just silly or whatever all that like Disney music yeah, instead yeah. of all that hey Paul <laughs> with the accent and all that kind of stuff it's just like yeah it's it's it's, it's so great and kind of like what's involved in it as well obviously it's like it's sort of like a horror in a sense yeah but more of a social commentary on things so works as well rather than just like oh just kill them for the sake of it or whatever mm. stuff. And then, yeah and there's that oh what was real what wasn't no kind of true it is a bit of a mind trippy one isn't it yeah number three la la land yes so i did have some that i knew you would have so we yeah. actually agree on two so far that were in my top 10 and in yours so we've got it's a wonderful life in la la land mm-hmm. that we definitely both agree on yeah yeah well so i knew some more it's it's that old style Hollywood that's sort of like singing in the rain yeah. is, but or a modern twist on it. And I love and the ending of La La Land because it doesn't actually give you a happy, happy ending. Dim. Yeah. Which you would assume, assume you would get with this kind of film. And I think that's what you don't anticipate it mm-hmm. to end the way it does, which I kind of appreciate and like. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you know, people drift apart. You might think that they might the one or whatever and all that stuff. But then, yeah, people change their careers, change and other elements do, and that's that. And then it, it's like a, a big what if for, for the last part of that film. Spoilers yeah. for whoever hasn't seen it. But, yeah, like it's like, oh, what happens if, you know, everything went correct and we'd, we'd be together and we'd live in happy lives and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, you know. I think everyone has what ifs moments, don't they? No. Number two is Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, The Shining. I guess four of yours then. Yeah, yeah. I just wasn't going to like think as like, oh, what's that in the list? But (laughs) but then you wouldn't know where they were in the list anyway. But But still, I'm proud of myself for knowing four of them. Yeah. I see, I do listen to you more than you think. That's that. So wrap for 2023. Had a good year with podcast and movies we've watched, I would say. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to covering what, well, new and old ones for for, for movies. We've got this thing and say like more guests. Yeah, with, sounds I like think. you've made a lot of effort with the lineup for 2024 this year. You've actually, yes. well, you're already planning now. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh yeah, so guys, next episode won't be this Thursday coming. It'll have a, a short break to sort of like keep regather my thoughts and plan more more planning, I suppose. Yeah. And then so it'll be the following Thursday of the new year when. So it'll be like the airing on the eleventh, I think. Yes, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, so not the first week in January, the, the Thursday. Yeah. The second week. Yeah, in January. The se- I think it's the second day. No, no yeah. the yeah. second week yeah. in January. Yeah. Second week, yeah. Yeah. So you'll get less in January, but then you get more in February because it's a five. It's a leap week. year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it works that way when the episode would drop on that. So. Yeah. And also, this is like a bonus one that gets just dropped at the end of the year. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't so. get dropped on, you know. Yeah. The normal Thursdays that we do air. No. Exactly. I just want to say a massive thank you for everyone who's listened to us rambling and I apologise if this hasn't been, you know, the most cut and perfect podcast, but it's raw and I think that's, that's what, I said, what, what makes it. Is. Yeah. yeah. 
I just want to thank everyone for listening to us, being there, kind of supporting us, joining our podcast, us joining theirs. Mm-hmm. And I hope everyone has a wonderful new year and a brilliant start to 2024. Yep. Thanks once again, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate all you've done with the support and everything. Can't can't thank you enough. It means a lot that people still and do actually listen to our show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And yeah, all the best for 2024, really, with all your own endeavours and whatever you hope it brings. Yeah. And also, I just hope you had a wonderful Christmas before then, because I didn't actually say that to anybody. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you once again, everyone, for listening to this rambly episode. And we'll speak to you next time. Speak to you in the new year. See ya. Bye. 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 Bye.